0: I really appreciate that. Oh, we're live. <laughs> we are live,
1: my friends. Yeah, that's kind of my signal. We are live and hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the weekly show of Classroom Without Wars, episode 125. Wow, That makes me feel good. That's and a lot on of episodes. The show, <laughs> I know, almost three years coming up. On this show, I interview leading social media digital marketers authors, entrepreneurs, business owners, to come here and to share their best practices, strategies, tips, and insights so that we can future-proof our business. And today, we are talking about goal setting and how you can set effective goals to rock your life, to rock your business. And joining us live is the one and only goal setting expert, Deb Erkling. And uh, Deb and I, we actually connected in person for quite a few times. And a few years ago, I am a big fan. And uh, so today, we are talking about effective goal setting to rock your life and business. For those of you who don't know who is Deb, and Deb is an author. And a content creator and the founder of Write On Online, which has quite a few K uh, members. And uh, today's discussion is going to be based on Deb's new book, Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting. Yes, I need that. For setting planning, and achieving your goal. So really excited. I know this is something that I need to learn more about. So you are going to walk away from today's live interview with a much deeper understanding of the importance of goal setting and how you can master this and hold yourself accountable to to achieve personal goals and business goals. And we are also going to discuss steps DEB method to help you crack the code on goal setting and so much more. So really excited and uh, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited, first of all, to reconnect
0: with you, but also to talk to your people because as you know, this is my favorite subject because it is so important and everybody needs this right now because everybody's lives pretty much they're like etch sketched Everything is starting from scratch, which is good because when change happens, it brings opportunities. So I'm thrilled to be here. So thank you for Totally.
1: Me. You know, like magic happens outside comfort zone. So right now we're going through this kind of rapid disruption. It is the best time to reinvent and uh, learn how to set goals. So we are live on LinkedIn. We are live on Facebook, on Periscope, and on YouTube. So my dear friend, Peter, is live in the comment section uh, monitoring your questions and comments. Feel free to tag Peter and follow him, amazing digital marketer himself. So let's dive in into today's topic. And you have been in the like goal-setting business for quite a few years, and you help uh, individuals and business to learn and to be more.
0: So I think I is frozen. So oh, you're back. See, I was just about to jump in and finish your sentences, but go on.
1: <laughs> so what? Like I, I told Deb I have been like struggling with my Wi-Fi connection throughout the whole day, and for all of my meetings. So just in case I disappear, Deb will continue the show. Okay. <laughs> so I want to let you guys know. So my question is, what inspired you to be on this path? You know to. Because many people know uh, like, know you as like kind of in the social media space. So what inspired you to become like interested in goal setting and pursue a career in this field?
0: Well, like all great things, it happened by accident. But there are no accidents. So many years ago, I was the events coordinator for Barnes & Noble. This is back when I lived in the Chicago suburbs. And one day someone came in and said, hey dad, will you start a writer support group? And I said, sure, You know, always open to new ideas and bringing a good space for the community. Well, it was a hit. So not only did it help the people in my group figure out, okay, what are you working on? What did you accomplish? Yay, raw, go team. It also forced me to set goals as well and achieve them because I would never ask anybody to do anything I wasn't prepared to do myself. Mm-hmm. So I saw the magic of goal setting and accountability firsthand, fast forward, moved to LA, restarted the group. In 2008, when everything was going online, uh, right on online became a Facebook group and then a Facebook page, because remember, they transferred them over. And I started a blog talk radio show. So I kind of did a hybrid between the live group and the virtual and then for a while I went all virtual. And then when it came back, it really kind of refocused on writers, creatives, and entrepreneurs, because all three are kind of all three. If you're a writer, you're creative and an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. creative writer, etc., etc. So somewhere along the line, people started asking me to coach them. Deb, you're so good at this. Okay. So that's when I started helping people with their projects. And in parallel to that, I worked in communications and project management. So basically, the life I lead now is like, One of those stories where many years of doing different things Mm -hmm. and everything kind of culminated in this. So um, I'm very blessed and I just love being able to help people figure out what they want and how to get it. And I get to do that. So
1: that's that's awesome. That is so lovely. I think this is such a, as you mentioned earlier, you know, it's such a timely topic given what is happening. So I want to start our kind of discussion by talking about some common mistakes. And I'm not sure about other people, but you can let me know in the comment section. I think all of us we are very good at creating goals, especially in January, right? Every year, January, like take out the like a really fancy, cute calendar, notebook, <laughs> journal, and you write down those amazing goals and you put them away, you forget about them. So why do you think you know so many people fail? What are some common mistakes that people fail to achieve the goals that they have created? So share some insights with us. Well. The biggest
0: mistakes or mistakes people make is they either overthink their goals or they underthink their goals. Regardless, mm-hmm. they have no plan. So if you go into January and you've got this great list of goals and you're like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. Well, wonderful. So how are you going to reach that mm-hmm. destination? How are you going to turn it into reality? And you either think too much and nothing gets done or you don't think enough and you end up way off course in really the key to getting what you want is to figure out what that is which is and i know we're going to talk about this more is why i created the dev method or rather why i rebranded myself as the dev method because it turned out these were techniques i was using for years and when it came time to rebrand myself it just my system worked with my initials so well so add another one of those things for the luck column but the big mistake people make is they don't think them through they don't plan, but also that they don't look at them. Because mm-hmm. if you set your goals at the beginning of the year and you put them in a drawer and at the end of the year, you look at them and, oh, I'm going to be surprised if I accomplish any of these things. That's not effective goal setting. That's mm-hmm. like, okay, it would be nice if, you know, what is the quote? Um, a goal is a dream with a plan. So oh, I love that. There you go. And I didn't say it first, but
1: whoever did, brilliant yeah I, I love that yeah so i love this uh i apparently vicky's uh, thank you for julia's life she's really good right she actually create her goals and break them down month by month i love that approach so before you kind of mentioned a little bit the deb method which is brilliant i read the book i love the book and i think we're all in for a trick so before we dive in to discuss the specific that method so i want to talk about uh journaling and visualization because and i i was actually quite excited to read that chapter and because when most people think about goal setting we dive into the process right almost like a to-do list number one number two long term short term so talk to us about the importance of visualization and journaling what do you mean by them and why they are so important for us to set effective goals
0: Well, visualization, and that's really the first phase of the dev method for jumping around, which is totally fine, because you need to see what you want to get what you want. And we all have that thing that, let's say, we loved when we were growing up that we always wanted to explore, or you always wanted to write a book or start a business. We all have the answers, but what we don't always do is give ourselves the time to explore them, to do that kind of introspection. Mm. And I have this technique I like I call it directed journaling, which it's chapter six of the book, but I also say in chapter one, if you're having trouble, jump to chapter six and come back. Uh, this is how directed journaling works is you want to set a few 15 minute appointments with yourself, three, four, five over the course of like a week. And the idea is to just brainstorm, do free writing based on a specific problem question, or in this case it's like, what do I want? What do I see my life to be? What Mm -hmm. is it that when I close my eyes and think of the perfect world, what does that look like? And the idea is you want to do as much brain dumping as you can over three, four, five times and just short spurts is completely manageable for everyone. But the secret is to not look at any of your journal entries until you've done that, until you've released everything from your brain. And it can be related to, okay, what is Goaltopia? Yes, I made up a word because it didn't exist. Goaltopia is that place where you're living the goals and the life that you love, right? So what is Goaltopia? What does that look like for me? When I close my eyes, what do I see when I look at that? And then you read over your journal entries and you probably are going to be surprised because you'll mention things that you didn't realize that you loved, and maybe there's something that you thought you should pursue, and you barely mention it. So really, and it goes back to planning. When you see what's in front of you, you can better understand what you should be gravitating towards. So whether it's you're figuring out what your mission is or where you wanna go or what you wanna do with your life, journaling will help you reveal to yourself your best purposes of action or what that looks like for you. And then once you figure that out, you want some sort of visual representation because when you solidify it with, you know, you want to be um, on the Forbes to have 20 list, right? So what does that look like for you? Well, take the Forbes letterhead or the masthead and write out the top 50 and put your picture right on top. You know what does that look like do you want to be speaking to i used to say sold out crowds now i say sold out zoom sessions attend a zoom session with like hundreds of people and screenshot it and then put your face right in there whatever it is that you visualize you living this life that you want make it something that you can look at every day so you keep the eye on the prize Because I- you, you can do it right
1: I, I really love this. I think when you like I didn't start journaling and uh, visualization only until like, uh, like last year after I started running my business, you know, I, I need to, to energize myself right to see the positive outcome. And I actually I like want to uh, share my screen in a second. And um, so I actually uh, read this article and I also there, And to me, that was so incredible. It's like, wow, every day, as you mentioned, Deb, you know, he took out of like 15, 20 minutes out of his busy schedule, just kind of journal, visualizing, talking about his future life as if everything already happened and you also shared this really powerful article with me you know journaling as a way to practice problem solving you know brainstorm ideas so really 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 interesting and can you share some like for people who are new to this like what are some like exercises like some tools that we can use to kind of get started i personally even before i launched my program i I visualized this, I was like, thank you. I already had blah, blah, two in the blank students in my program. I it worked. Like, the day after I started journaling, I got a client. I was really incredible. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. And it's, it's very, very powerful. And you can use it for so many
0: different things. And the, the big key to journaling is you want to journal where you will journal. There are scientific studies that say you should always journal by hand because of the brain hand connection really solidifies things. But if you're only going to journal, if you type your journal, then that's the way that you should journal. Maybe you're not a writer. Maybe you're an artist. So you can doodle the things that you want, you know, sketch out, mind map, figure out what technique, and this works for a lot of things, figure out what technique you will do and you will do consistently and do that. And as long as I'm talking about consistency, I think it's a great time to talk about my five of seven rule, where it's a really good idea. Good idea. In theory, yes, it's great if you can work on your business, your passion project, whatever, every single day. But we also live in the real world where we don't always have time. And even if you say, oh, well, 15 minutes a day. I can do that. Well, you miss Sunday, so it's 30 minutes on Monday and then 45 minutes by Tuesday. And if you did not have 15 minutes on Sunday, you certainly don't have an hour by Wednesday. On the days when you're overwhelmed and you can't write or journal or work towards your goals, that's fine. Think about them, but Mm -hmm. give yourself a pass so you're not like, oh my goodness, I have to journal for an hour just to make up the time. No, (laughs) is <laughs> not okay. You start from scratch and you say, okay, today is the first day. I'm going to move forward. And then you just do it. Oh, also don't overthink things. Just get your thoughts out and write the things that you want. Write them in the present tense because that mm-hmm. is also very powerful for turning things into reality.
1: Well, I love that. And I just saw this uh, uh, comment from Peter. And uh, so... Oh, no, that's kind of my comment. He said, yeah, like can be really uh, difficult to get started, especially if it is not already part of your schedule, part of the routine. And uh, like, do you recommend people like if this is not part of their life yet? So what are some easy ways to, to get started? Okay, if you can't do 15 minutes, do five minutes. My favorite
0: tool besides a journal is a timer. And everybody has one because everybody has their phone attached to them, right? So just set the timer, say, I'm just going to think, just let my mind wander for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then when the timer goes off, if you're on a roll, you can keep going. If not, you did your five minutes, you're good to go. So start small and then build on it. But the other thing too is meditation, which is perfect for visualization means different things to different people. Some people do it when they're walking or exercising or cooking or gardening. So figure out what is your happy place? What is something that you do that you love? And while you're doing it, you can let your mind wander to like creating what the perfect life looks like for you.
1: It is so interesting, you know, before I uh, before I got hooked on, um, you know, mindset, you know, working on the South, I didn't know how many successful people they are really into this type of work. You know, meditation, like uh, a few years ago, I discovered an amazing meditation teacher. So I have been following him on Instagram and then I saw Maurice Smith. I was like, oh wow, you guys have been following this person for so long. So it is really interesting. I I think, you know, entrepreneurship is such an inside out journey. So I really love how you talk about, you know, working on the self, you know, mindset, you know, journaling, visualization and meditation. So, how long have you been uh, doing like visualization and journaling?
0: Well journaling I started in high school that's really where my passion for journaling started because I had a teacher and I mentioned this in the book my creative writing teacher made it mandatory to write at least five pages a week and he didn't and the journals you have when you're younger are different than the ones you have as an adult maybe you know it's possible but he never read the pages, he just wanted us to start this practice Mm. of journaling. And it really, it works. And some people would be like, they would turn in a whole notebook after a week. They're like, okay, these are my pages and just hand them the notebook. And for some people, they need more. And the other Mm. reason journaling is especially important now is when things are still up in the air, um, there's still a lot of challenges going on with with um, the health issues and mm. isolation and civil unrest, economic disruption. I mean, we have everything we have never wanted going on pretty much at the same time. Right. And it's very stressful. Yeah. If you have a journal, rather than letting all those emotions bottle up inside you, write them down. Get them mm. out of your body because yep. that, it's sort of like... This, this analogy works. You know how you, when you're so worried you're going to forget something, you write it down? Mm-hmm. And then that's, it kind of like lifts it away. It's kind Not of the nice. same theory. You have all of this stress, and your journal is just for you unless you want to share it. You have all this stress. If you put the stress on the paper, the paper gets it and your body doesn't. It's much healthier to express how you're feeling and writing it down is usually a really good, safe way to be doing that. So we have that. The other thing that I wanted to kind of hack on to what I was saying before is we're talking about the importance of visualization and mindset and all the journaling, all these techniques, As an especially as an entrepreneur, when you are creating things that are like not for now, but for planning purposes, it gets really frustrating because, okay, you're doing all this now to benefit later. Some is instant gratification, but a lot of it is the building blocks for a strong business. Yeah. The time that you take to journal, to do this pre-work, to figure out your plan, what you want, it's like a gift you give yourself. And that's like meditation is a gift for you. Journaling is a gift for you. This whole planning process, these appointments you set with yourself to figure out your future, it's a gift. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Spend that time, enjoy your projects, and put all of your love and energy to what you're creating. And that also will show in what you create.
1: I I love this. I especially love the uh, analogy that you made. You know, when you are actually writing things down, you don't have to remember this. It's almost like a great way. Therapeutic, right, to release like stress and pressure. Oh, I love that. So now let's dive into the, I'm sure everyone's waiting to learn more (laughs) about the DEB method. So tell us what is this about and explain each uh, letter to us. What does it mean?
0: Absolutely. And we've covered some of this, but so I might repeat myself, but it's okay. And this was very interesting to me. First of all, I created the DEB method using the DEB method. So these techniques, which I've been using with my clients and through workshops for years, it really fell into the letters of my name. So it's determine your mission, explore your options, brainstorm your path. Hmm. So these are the three steps you need to do to figure out what you want and how to get it. So we start with determining our mission. The first step is visualize because you can't get what you want unless you know what you want. Then you want to write your current bio so you know where you're starting. And then your future bio. Know where you're starting. Know where you're going. And from there, you want to create a mission statement. What is it about you? What are the things that you love? What is your expertise? What do you want to create? And how is it going to help others? Mm And it could be entertainment. You know, I want to create a web series exploring X, Y, and Z to educate and inform. I want to build a business selling X, because it is going to help people do Y. -hmm. So when you have a mission behind what you're doing and the benefit to other people, it helps them and it helps you. And then once you have your mission, you wanna pare it down into a motto, because this is one of my favorite things to talk about. And one thing that a lot of people really grasp onto when I talk about is you need to have a motto for what you are doing. So my mission, the short, long version of my mission is to help as many people as possible, figure out what they want, and how to get it, define, plan, and achieve their goals. That That's pretty much it, using my years of experience, techniques, philosophies. See, that's the short, long, short, long, long version. But as I said, when, when you did the intro, what do I do? I help people figure out what they want and how to get it. That's great. That's, even that's pretty much too long. My mm-hmm. motto is goal setting simplified. So mm-hmm. everything I create, whether it's my book or I lead a Twitter chat and I have a Facebook live show and I do workshops, everything is on the premise of goal setting simplified mm-hmm. because the work that you need to do to figure out your goals. That's going to take time and energy and effort, but the rules, the instructions, the guidebook should be simple so that's what i think about whenever i'm creating or writing an article or doing a workshop it's all about getting that goal setting simplified message out there so what your motto so your mission is you want to educate and empower entrepreneurs yes yeah
1: definitely yeah yeah i don't know if people i'm trying to share can you see the screen Uh, uh you like the goal setting simplified. the pdf you sent to me the flyer i don't know if people can yes. see. oh you can see this yeah so i love it yes. right it's really simple and simplified and then like yeah i, I love it thank you and, and the book really
0: goes through those four different goal paths to start or change your career build or launch a business become a known expert or to work-life balance and a lot of people yeah. are going to be both because who doesn't need work-life balance and also whatever other goal that they're pursuing
1: so yeah i I, yeah i also love sorry to interrupt you i I also love how you mentioned you know like kind of just like using three words reminds me of i actually had a few people on my show talking about using brands and they just kind of use three words to represent what they do so like you is like goal setting simplified for me is a future proof the next generation or future proof your children and kind of like a few words that can simply effectively communicate what you do but it is very hard to actually you know draw the conclusion to develop those few words but i love it how you have that can be almost like a linkedin uh, headline right what you do yeah
0: well, and the other bonus of having that motto is it helps, especially as you're, you're building things and you're being interviewed or you're being asked to speak or other opportunities come your way, you have this motto. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting project. Is it going to help me move forward toward my goals? Mm-hmm. Well, it might, but it might not. And if it doesn't, then you have to say, okay, will it benefit me in a different way? So, will you do this volunteer thing for your kids' school? Well, I would love to, but I'm in the middle of doing this right now. I can help you down the line. Or, oh, that would be fun. Let me do it. I can meet new people. So, every opportunity that comes your way, when you have your motto, when you know your mission, you can discern where you should be spending your time. So, that's like the added bonus extra special part of having the model,
1: and i love it i love it i i think again this is a missing piece in many people's businesses like when i started my business i didn't know that i need to create a model i didn't know that i need to create a pathway to show parents how i can future proof their children but after i develop a model in my case it's an iceberg model and everything becomes so much like easier and simpler and for me to explain, to show other people what I do. So I love that. Yeah. It, it really helps. So the
0: three pieces, and then we'll go into the explore your options in a minute, the E, but the, the key part or the parts of the determine your mission, you want to have your visualization somewhere where you can see it. You want your what Goldtopia, looks like for you, your words, and you want your motto. And these are the things that you need to be looking at regularly to help you keep your eye on the prize. You have an idea of what you want to create. Then as we go into explore your options, then that's where it gets solidified.
1: I wonder, this is really good. And I wonder if you can give us like some examples, you can use your personal example, or maybe some examples from your clients that you can share to kind of walk us through the process, like how we can apply the DEB method to set goals and actually achieve them. Okay, well, let's say you're building a business. So determine your
0: mission, what what sort of thing, what is the drive behind it? So you would want to, okay, this is what it looks like. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. This is what I have to offer the world. And this is the motto of what I want to achieve it. So you're an entrepreneur. You want to educate people, but what does that mean? So now we go into the E, which is explore your options. So you want to be a thought leader. Mm -hmm. A Very common about among entrepreneurs especially people who are building their business so but what does that mean uh, do you want to write a book do you want to start a blog do you want to start a podcast do you want to be a speaker so these are like four options so this mm-hmm. is when in the point in the book where i say do directed journaling you know what the life you want looks like you know what your mission and motto are so that's when you want to pick up that journal again and ask yourself what does that look like should i create a blog should i do a podcast what is the part of my expertise oh that's so sweet
1: i know vivica thank you
0: <laughs> thank you vivica um says the queen of all things linkedin <laughs> i appreciate it
1: That is great.
0: yeah okay so okay so back to your directed journaling so maybe you're an entrepreneur and you've got all these great ideas for your business you've got all these wonderful things that you can share with the world, but you don't even know what it's gonna be. So you want to create a blog or a podcast, but you're not quite sure what your niche is. Mm -hmm. So then you pick up the directed journal and you're like, oh, I like this. I like um, food and I like sports and I like um, business and technology and I like all these things. How am I ever gonna decide what I'm going to focus on? What is my niche? And you do this over the course of your three, four, five directed journaling. And at the end of it, you're like, oh, my goodness, I love artificial intelligence. We'll just Mm -hmm. use your tools. Why not? Right. We're talking. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to do to develop this expertise? What do I need to create? So you start with the bigger idea of I want to be known for artificial intelligence. I've got a background in technology. I want to be speaking about this subject. Great. What do I create? So then So once you have these common themes, very much like we were doing directed journaling for figuring out our mission Mm -hmm. and our motto and what we want to be when we grow up, and you narrow it down. Okay, well, I could start a blog on this. I could start a podcast. I need to create a website. So actually, Mm -hmm. it's like three things, right? Mm -hmm. And the next thing you want to do is learn what it's going to take to do any one of these things. So if you want to be an author, you want to write a book, you need to research what that's going to take. If you want to start a blog, you need to research what that's going to take. If you want to do a podcast. So any of these different paths, you have your expertise, but what is going to be the best way for you to get it out in the world? So this is where you go to your network and you say, okay, well, I really want to write a book and who do I know? Oh, Deb, Deb coaches writers. I should talk to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to work with her. Oh, well, I also need to really get my LinkedIn stuff going. So maybe I should talk to Vivica Von Rosen. Oh, and I knows everything about entrepreneurship. So I'm going to reach out to these three people and ask them or read their article to see what information that they have. So mm-hmm. I can better narrow down what I want to do. So The explore your options is the research phase, and it's a matter of you want to do your journaling, you want to kind of hone in on one of these things that you want to create, then you want to see who you know who knows things or who you know who knows people who know things and really do a little bit of that. First, you want to start with the Google. See what information is out there, go on YouTube, read blog articles to see if these things really match you. Because if you don't like being on camera, video show is not the thing you want to be doing.
1: Totally. totally, Yeah.
0: Or if you don't like writing, maybe you really should be podcasting. You know, if you don't like long form writing, everybody has to write these days. I'm never going to say that ever. If you do not like long form writing, podcast might be a better fit for you or, instagram or what is it you're going to create for you so you want to look at what these things are so i'm either going to write a book start a blog or start a podcast i'm going to research it and i'm going to see who i know who does this or who the people i know who know people who do this and see what information i can can garner from it and this also works if you want to do a career change okay well this looks really interesting i want to explore oh what's a good what's a good entrepreneurial sort of career path i want to be a content writer for a website but all i've done is my own writing and i've done ad copy but what i really want to do is more of like creative blog post what does that look like who do i know mm-hmm. what, what person works at or with the company that is my dream job mm-hmm. so, Look, that's the way to look at it if you're looking for a career change, who does the thing that I want to do or who knows someone and can I talk to them? And see it's feasible? So there are all sorts of different ways to look at this exploring your options. But fun your goal is to be the known leader X. there are different things to explore to get there. You need to talk to your people, see what fits you, because it really is all about setting yourself up for success. And so by the end of the E, explore your options, you should be honed in on, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to start a blog, I'm going to start a podcast, I'm going to change my career. And that's like your first big long-term goal. And what you want to do is going to be, which is brainstorm your path,
1: Mm -hmm. and that's
0: you write out all of your goals and i'm talking and i'm talking personal goals professional goals reach goals easy goals you definitely want easy goals in there because you want to have some wins right off the bat
1: yeah, absolutely but, but like yeah i actually have a kind of follow-up question based on like having so many goals but like i love this process you know just listening to you to kind of walk us through uh, like a few examples already made me feel like, wow, it is now so daunting to start a business. It is now so hard to reinvent, right? You actually break everything down into like steps that you can follow, like people you can ask. So I love how you, you know, it's like, Making a big pizza now, you know, like get the ingredients and this step one, step two has made this entire process, you know, of making big pizza so, so, so much easier. So I love it. You know, I, I love this comment from Vivica you know, like you have to do the work. And I kind of uh uh Peter also said something like similar, you know, doing the work that should be enjoyable, you know, going back to journaling, like understanding what you are so good at, right? So for me, it's definitely a video content. I love, you know, coming from that teacher background. I love talking just in case people haven't noticed. (laughs) And uh, so talking to camera is really easy for me. And uh, so like, you know, understanding you, understanding your strengths and leverage that and then do the work. So I I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I want to kind of follow up with you. Like you mentioned, you know, long-term, short-term, so many goals. So how do you actually prioritize, like in your book, you discuss alpha and beta, I I know those terms, but I never actually uh, like consumed those terms in the goal setting context. So I thought that was really interesting. And what I is, wonder if you can share that with us, what you mean by like. <laughs> absolutely. Alpha and
0: uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, of course. Absolutely. Okay. So brainstorm your path is really all about making your plan. So you want to be writing out all of your goals and then you want to categorize them. So you start with your great big list and then you, you separate them into personal goals and professional goals. And then within there, you want to categorize it. So you want to build a website because that's pretty much no matter what business you're doing, you're going to have a website or blog. And so that would be, Actually, it's more like the long-term goal is build a business. One of your short-term goals is build a website or blog. And within that, you have benchmarks. So Mm -hmm. benchmarks would be something like figure out your branding. And within that, it's what imagery are you going to use? What name are you going to use? What colors, et cetera? So that is action items that lead to a benchmark that's part of creating your, your blog. You also want to figure out your content. Okay, what am I going to write about? Who am I going to interview? What are my posts going to be like? What is going to be the tone and the style of the content? And also you want to look at the the technical stuff. Where am I going to host it? What are the different social platforms I'm going to use? So each one of those benchmarks will help you create this blogger website that you're going to use to showcase your expertise. So that's the way of breaking it down. If you have all of your goals like sitting on the table and then you can put them into little piles and then you want to look at your schedule and figure out what makes sense and how much time each week you can put towards these goals. And granted, if it's your business, it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a side hustle, even if it's an hour or two a week, 30 minutes every other day, that works. Uh, you asked about alpha and beta goals. It's really good to have at least two goals, and they could be like action items for, for different benchmarks, or they could be different goals altogether. Let's say you want to write a book and you're developing your social media. Those are great alpha and beta goals because they're both things that you have to do to develop your business. And it's also something that you always have. When you have two goals that you're working on simultaneously, something is always in motion. So if you hit a stumbling block on one, oh, I'm gonna jump over and develop my social media content for a little time. And then once that gets revved up, you can jump back to your book. Mm -hmm. Or they can be not related at all whatsoever. Let's say you you have a home improvement project you wanna do and you want to start a podcast and you're working on that at the same time and when you're working on the home improvement project, maybe you're also kind of thinking about what you're writing and vice versa. So, or your podcast plan or whatever, you know, it goes back to, Oh, what do you consider meditation? What can you think about while you're doing something else? They're both constantly in motion. If you need a break from one, you have something else that you could jump into. And that way you're constantly moving forward on one or the other.
1: Yeah. I, I love this. And, uh, And again, it's like, you know, listening to you to talk about this has definitely made me feel like, oh, wow, it's not that complicated, right? It is a lot more manageable because oftentimes when we look at our to-do list, you know, like it's like a super long. It's like, oh, my God, where do I even get started? But listening to you talk, you know, you kind of priority there's a reason it's a priority we need to kind of make that separation and make it oh who is the person who wrote that book Uh, i forgot the title it's like one every day you just focus on like kind of one thing like a big task you know learn to prioritize just focus on one thing and uh, do that yes i love that and uh, yes vivica we are also live on linkedin thank you for asking and so here is a question from um from then, and thank you for joining us live. And he asked, you know, actually I heard the same thing like conflicting advice regarding like plan a planning, you know, creating goals. And I heard like, I actually recently had a conversation with uh, someone who specialized in uh, radical innovation. So according to this person, you don't even need to create like a five year business plan for business. And because things change, you know, who can predict coronavirus? So I want, for most of us, like kind of here, like small business entrepreneurs. So what do you think about planning like goals as far as into like three year, five year, 10 year, that feels like, oh my God, I'm going to be 50 years old, 10 years, oh my God. So what do you think about that? I think it goes back to
0: your immediate visualization, your first thing what is the life that you want now? And that can be what you're planning for a year from now, two years, three years. Or it could be like, someday I want to retire. I want to buy my own island and retire there. I mean, and then you have to job back and say, okay, what do I need to do to retire to my own island in 20 years? So you can, and you're right, can we predict anything anymore? apparently not i mean my book came out in january and by march the whole world shut down and you know next month we're basically starting the year over again Mm -hmm. this happened but it's okay because with as you said at the top of the show when things change it's opportunity so we have to take this time and a lot of people are still working from home so you have bonus time when you don't have to commute if you had that before Or you don't have to drive to meetings. You have bonus time because you just walk in the other room. Mm. There there are things that you can use this found time to create. I do want to answer your question. What is feasible for you? I think in the age we're living in now, I think it would be great to have a goal for by the end of this year and a goal by the end of maybe next year. But Mm. really what you're looking at is I want to build my own business. Well, that's not a goal that's going to go away, but the mm-hmm. things that you're doing to create it are what's going to shift. So, okay, I'm going to build my own business. I'm going to figure out what it is. I am the first goal, what it is I'm selling or my consulting. That's the first part. And then work on the other little shorter term goals for that. So land with what makes you comfortable, I guess. Yeah. And I, doing this for a long time you know the goal setting started when i lived in chicago and i've lived in la for 20 more than 20 years so did i know when i said yes let's do a writer support group that this would be my life of course not but i've also always followed my path with a little bit of intuition but i've had this this um this gift to project management And communication and creativity. So I get to use like all parts of my brain, which Mm -hmm. is awesome for me. Um, But it all started with the answer to one question. So if you are also aware of your surroundings, what you want, the people around you, your tribe, anything is possible. You just need to keep moving forward. So work on something for a while and then go on to the next thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I love this. And just to follow up on what you have just mentioned, in your book, you also discussed the importance of, you know, like looking and visiting our goals frequently. And like, you know, actually, when I was reading that part, it reminds me of a YouTube video that I watched. I forgot the name of the person, but she's really well known and has a large following. And she mentioned that she has all those like sticker notes, the bathroom, the mirror, living room, like kitchen, everywhere, like 10K a month or 100K a month. So like, why is that important? And I'm definitely now doing that, like reading your book reminds me of that YouTube video I watched and inspired me. So I'm going to, I want to challenge everyone watching this live and on replay to actually hold yourself accountable and frequently revisit the goals that we have created for our personal life and business but like explain to us like why is this really important? Because if you see what you want
0: it makes it real Mm. and and when it's real it's easier to achieve. The other thing I talk about in the book is having a goal map so I happen to have a canvas like behind my computer where I have my little visualization and the the goals in progress and the little inspiring things. So that's where I keep that. But um,
1: I want to see it. Do you have a picture of it? I would love to see how you do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I'll think about it. No RS, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but okay, I'll, I'll get. I'll give you your goal map should have a picture of something you want. In my case, I've got New York Times bestseller list with my book mm-hmm. at the very top of it. I have my motto. Actually, my motto is behind me because it's on my logo, which is on everything. Um, I also have. I keep my book cover as a screensaver on my phone. There's too much, which you can kind of see. So in that, so it's all these things that I'm creating are in my sight path constantly. Mm. But what is it? Are you a chef? Are you looking to be like the next top chef? You should have that goal on your refrigerator. Mm -hmm. If you are a yoga instructor and you're working on on creating this yoga empire, you should have that goal on your yoga mat. The things that you want to achieve, your mission, your passion, what you are working towards should be something that you're going to look at at least every day. Now, you should reevaluate your goals maybe every three months or when like something life altering happens. So I think a lot of people are looking at their goals more often. You want to give them a chance to turn into reality before a changing course. But you've got the motto to keep you going in straight path right so that's that's all you need you need to have your visuals you need your motto and you have to know what you want but the other thing you need is you need to be working on something you are passionate about Mm -hmm. because that is what's going to spill into everything you do Mm
1: i love that i love that and uh, like today's interview has definitely inspired me to create a no you know i definitely don't have anything on our fridge other than you know The day-to-day to-do list, and I'm going to do that to change that to constantly remind myself about my big dreams, like vision. See that it's more likely to happen. And you also mentioned in the book that you actually advise us to schedule our goals into our calendar. I thought that was brilliant because my calendar, I only have like meetings that I have to do, but I never thought about, you know, hey, I need to schedule. Something that moving me toward my goal into my calendar really interesting and uh, like so explain that to us a little bit more Well, it's
0: it goes back to what I said before your goals are gift to yourself Mm -hmm. You schedule appointments with other people. So why wouldn't you schedule appointments with yourself? And we you talked about this before let's let's go down that path for a minute Uh, at the beginning of each week And this is just something really easy that anyone and everyone can do to set themselves up for success is write down everything you have to do. And Mm -hmm. I have a master list and it's divided by client projects, projects for my book, projects for speaking and other things that I'm working on divided out. I even have my phone calls and appointments for the week on this big list. And what I'll do is I will write it longhand and then I will type it into a Sunday appointment on my computer and again categorize that way and then as things get done i never scratch things off i will either put a check mark on the paper or on the computer i will write done in all caps as things get done that way at the end of the week first of all i can copy and paste it into the following week and then look back and see oh look i didn't think i got a lot done today but look at all my duns i accomplished much more then I thought I did. And then what you do for the following week is you want to remove your dones, keep on ongoings and add new things. And then the other thing you can do is when you have your list, then you schedule appointments throughout the week to get the tasks done. Mm-hmm. It might be that I have a four o'clock appointment with myself every day. And I, I just get a reminder, have you done your dub stuff? Usually I have. Or if I'm busy and it needs to be an off day from my five of seven, that's fine, but that rarely happens. Or, okay, I haven't done this thing yet. I'm gonna stop everything, work on it, and then I'll get back to my other projects. So mm-hmm. that little reminder is great. And this is the thing too, when you set appointments with yourself, sometimes you have to move them, but the rule is you're not allowed to delete them. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep some sort of schedule, especially for the things that you're working on that are for long-term gain. Because if you keep putting them off for things that are Mm short-term, then that's not going to happen. You know, it won't get done. You need to prioritize you. You would never cancel an appointment with your boss. Why would you cancel an appointment with yourself? So you set your list and you put your list into appointments. And then there's one more bonus to have appointments like at the end of the week when you're like, oh my goodness, I am got so busy with this, this, and this, what did I do? You can look and say, oh, well on this day I did this, and on this day I sent out five pitches and I worked with my web person this day. It really helps to motivate you when you see how much you've done, how far you've come, and then you can keep moving.
1: Yeah, I love that, you know, like, car uh, I love this, right? Like budgeting time you know gifting ourselves with self-care i love that yeah so one more thing to do for me on my homework list and uh, oh apparently Absolutely. my wi-fi connection is let me hide this am i am i back oh i'm back yeah oh you didn't go away you thought you did but you were here Oh, I I, yeah, I, I, everything froze, yeah. And so I love how Peter mentioned, you know, implemented this. I love how, you know, everything that you discussed today, It's like so simple to be implemented. And,
0: well, and that is the whole key. The steps that you take, once you have it mapped out, it's easy. You know, it's 15 minutes to do this and 30 minutes to do that. And you're just... You're putting yourself in a position for success because you are constantly moving yourself forward.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. So, do you have some of your favorite like productivity, like tools, like apps that you use? So, share with us. You seem to be really organized and uh, in so many aspects in your life. So, share with us. And I know you also have a, a chapter on productivity. So, any like tools that you use you can share with us? Well, my
0: favorite tool, as I said before, is a timer, because this is the way that it works really effectively. Well, there are two ways. One could be, oh, I only have 15 minutes. I'm going to set the timer. That way you're not looking at the clock and you could be fully into what you're working on. This also works really well with journaling. The Mm -hmm. other way the timer works is let's say you're stuck. Okay, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes, you set the timer and you see how far you get. And when it goes off, if you're on a roll, you keep going. And if not, you put in your time. And then the third way a timer works really well is it helps you so you do not fall into the social media abyss. So, you know, people, especially entrepreneurs who are developing their business should be on social media several times a day. If you can limit yourself, to 15 minutes, it, it'll it get spread out a lot, lot better. Granted, we're not talking Twitter chats. We're not talking about watching Facebook lives. I'm talking about creating and responding to content on your pages and groups. You set your timer, you do the work, it goes off. Okay, after I accomplish something else, I can come back and do a little bit more. So it really keeps you on track
1: because, totally. You, totally. because
0: you didn't fall in the hole because you read something that sent you 20 gazillion other places. So- oh,
1: 100% or sometimes for me, it's not even like commenting or doing anything related to my business. I'm just like randomly looking at random stuff. Like, hey, oh, that's cute. There's like funny video. <laughs> like, ah, half an hour is gone. And then like, really this rabbit hole? You know, like you, you, you got directed into something else. So I love that, you know, I think I need to invest or like a timer or you just use my phone and then to keep myself accountable. Yeah. Wow. Like an hour is almost gone. So I love this conversation. So share with us and where can people learn more about you and from you and share with us any parting piece of advice that you want to share with us regarding like setting goals and holding ourselves accountable to achieve our goals. So share your final advice with us and your social media where people can learn more about you.
0: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you the how to find me first and then we can go into the yay rah, you can do it part, even though I kind of just said that. So I am at the Dub method. I'm at Write online, Line anywhere. So the dev method.com right on online.com. I've got a Twitter chat that's gold chat, which is Sunday nights so at 7 PM Pacific. And then I do gold chat live every monday at 4 p.m. pacific on the mango publishing that's my publisher's facebook page i also have a group for write on online which is all about setting goals and posting on them and then i have a community which is write on online the facebook group and there are daily prompts to help people engage and share their wins so we can all like cheer each other on so and also you can find me on linkedin so TheDevMethod.com slash contact has all my social media links. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. And if you want to learn more about the book, uh, your goal guide book.com or your goal guide roadmap.com, they'll both take you to my book page. And oh, and the Dev Method Facebook page, that's where I share all articles and upcoming events. And really cool stuff because my book's half birthday is coming up in July. So we're going to have virtual half birthday party on the deb method facebook page so for tools inspiration and basically a cheerleader to say that piece of advice you can do it because this is the thing you are in charge of creating the life you want you can do if you want to change your career change your career i mean i know it's not always that simple but you can start educating yourself doing something different. Or if you want to start a business, start with a side hustle, create something. If you want to be a thought leader, create a blog, podcast. There's so many opportunities. We're all connected in a way like never before, because now everybody is connected because we have to be. Your resources are out there. Your education's out there. Oh, Mm -hmm. your tribe is out there. So please connect with me, expand your network because if you don't have the answers, you're going to know people who do, and we're all here to help you get to the next level.
1: I love that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, we can like reinvent, redesign our career. Like for me, I did exactly that. And I have never felt as happy and inspired as I am today. And now with the DEB method, right? We can 10 times and make everything even more effect, effective and efficient. So I love that how everything is so simplified to amplify. I love that. So thank mm-hmm. you so yeah, thank you so much for an amazing conversation. I love it, and uh, thank you so much everyone for joining us live and uh, busy Wednesday or Thursday for some of you. And uh, I hope you enjoy the discussion. I look forward to seeing you next. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, same time, same location. Thank you so much again for joining us live. Take care. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye.